Begin Podfix Network transmission in three, two, one. Knight Rider, a shadowy flight into the dangerous world of a man that does not exist. been so happy to be sitting down here with you right now <laughs> in three in three years three plus years of podcasting mm-hmm. this has never felt so right why so i have to mm, david david let's let's welcome everybody first okay okay welcome to champion climb the night rider years mm-hmm. it's a podcast by two friends who share a love of Classic 80s television. I'm your host, Dave Champa. I am the other host, Greg Klein. And guys, let me preface this by saying that in in the three and a half years-ish that Greg and I have been podcasting, we've never done a take two. Ever. We have never done a take two in, in the history of us podcasting. Now, you might be asking... What do you mean you're never doing a take two because we've never we've never heard this episode before? Oh, and you're never going to hear the first time we tried to record this episode ever. <laughs> so mm. you guys remember two weeks ago the episode with Mighty Mouth. Mighty Mouth. Okay. We recorded that episode. I wasn't feeling great, but I, we decided let's bank it and let's just like push ourselves out a couple weeks to be ahead of the game. So we decided let's record the next one. Unbeknownst to us, that was a 96-minute episode that we had to sit through, then record. Ugh. So we started recording it, and we finished it off. I think the final episode runtime was like 36 minutes. God, I, I remember now. It's all coming. It's all flooding back to me. At one point, we started recording like while the episode was still finishing because we didn't want to finish it. That's right. We didn't want to finish. We didn't. Okay, so we, we watched the. We were watching the episode, and we're hating it so much. Yeah. And we were so bored. They were like, fuck, let's just start recording the actual podcast yeah. before the episode is done. Exactly. That's what we, that's what we felt like we wanted to do. And so finally I was like, oh, my computer was glitching and having weird issues. So then I paused that, got everything cut, want to apologize for the episode that was two weeks ago. I did lose that three minutes of audio, which you may or may not hear at some point in the near future. I don't know. We might have recovered it, but we'll see. Um, so I have to say that as the days went on after our double recording that night, I kept thinking to myself, like, man, that wasn't, that wasn't our finest hour. And I know Greg and I, like, we... We shit on each other all the time for the quality <laughs> of our podcast. And like we talk about how bad some of our shows are. I texted him three days later and said, man, I, I cannot in good faith put out an episode of this quality. And I was kind of shocked by that because you I know never you said that. And you, you wrote back and you're like, well, fuck it. It's the truth. Let's just, pl- let's just do it. And I was like, I know, but I, I can't, I can't do it. I can't, <laughs> I can't, I, I can't bring myself to do it. Greg and I. Well, that's just fine, David, because you just made a right mess of this, didn't you? So, I don't know what happened. It was, there were a bunch of things. So, Greg thought it would be fun if we kind of went through the reasons why Dave, not Greg, (laughs) Greg would have been fine putting out that horse turd. (laughs) I, so I just said, you know what, I'll give you, you can ask me any question you want. I will give you an honest answer about why I felt like it wasn't. So the right episode, and I wanted to take a mulligan. <laughs> I I want to try to treat this as a therapy session. Like we'll go through the episode for real. Yeah, but I want to just kind of understand you more, David. I just the other thing too is like I was like Greg, you texted me at one point last week and you said, well, why don't you start? Why don't you pull some audio about how bad things were? And I thought of it. And I'm like, I don't really ever want to listen to that again because i don't remember i haven't heard it since i don't know I, was I tend not to listen really to bad. our own episodes i usually do 
This one I just felt awful about, so I was like, maybe, maybe I was just not feeling great. Let's just. I listened to five minutes of it, and I could you could tell that you and I were both completely off. I was so damn tired that night. And I was like, I didn't think about it. I'm like, oh, 96-minute episode. This is going to be... And by the time we got done, it was after 10. <laughs> so the re- reason number one why I wanted to take a mulligan... Number one, go! Is I felt like shit by the end of that episode. David was, felt like shit. Check. I was already sick. Already sick? I I I felt okay during the first recording. This one, I was just... I didn't want to... I didn't want to do it. I just... We were had such high hopes, and I think we've decided that banking episodes, not our thing. Well, all, <laughs> almost our thing. Maybe not that. Maybe not that aggressive. I mean, the most we ever banked episodes nearly killed us. Are you talking about fourteen forty? That's correct. Yeah. We banked twenty four episodes in a day. <laughs> so we'll never do that again. I was feeling under the weather. I had a sinus headache. I felt miserable. You felt like diaper pate. I really, really did. It mm. was. It made me. It made me so sad. Nice and thick. So there's my first reason. That, that was one reason with a really lot of bullet points. Couldn't feel, couldn't do it. Second reason was the laptop that I have received. It's a new-ish laptop. New-ish. For some reason, I don't know if it can't support or it can't handle the program we used to record, but it was dropping audio on both episodes. It was dropping Dookie all over the place. Big, big computer turds. I didn't like it. I didn't like it. It kept like I was watching, I was watching the recording go through and it would just like freeze for minutes at a time. That's not cool. And, and every- I, I love though how I really wasn't aware of all of that. You just were kind of eating it emotionally while the recording was going on and I wasn't I was aware. I was burying it and hoping that it was just going to be able to retrieve the audio. Just bury it deep down. It. Never talk about it's it again. How I get through most days. Oh, <laughs> just that's, oh. bottle it, bottle it up with my pink grapefruit seltzer. <laughs> At least there's no sucralose in this shit. That's true. So the laptop was not doing great. I, I'm ending up borrowing again my wife's laptop, who it's an infinitely better and faster running laptop. So that's um that's a lot. That's a big jump. Infinitely better. Yeah, that's it, well, a it is big jump because um I it's just it works because <laughs> that's like that's like limitless better. You it, it you, is. You really just I think made an unrealistic statement and i think you should apologize to our listeners no i will apologize for the dropped audio in the episode two weeks ago but i'm not going to apologize for the fact that um i don't remember what we were just talking about <laughs> well I, all i know is that we have uh we have uh armies of people and servers running overtime to recover those three minutes of lost so audio. you might he might hear it let's just we'll just leave it at that it might drop as like a three three ish minute uh audio audio bonus <laughs> who knows uh, the next one, as I already talked about this, is that days after we co- recorded this, I thought a lot about it, and I did not like the way that I felt that week afterwards. I also didn't like that we tried to combine recording another episode idea. So Greg and I have this thing that we want to launch every month, where we basically just talk about what we've been watching over the month in movies and TV, and we're going to call it This Month in Movies and More. Yes. We thought it would be fun if we would just like transition into that as like... the. I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't really either, and I didn't expect it, and it was trash. I thought it <laughs> it was organic, and you went there. I wasn't prepared for it. Uh, I definitely was not as well prepared as I wanted to be for right, it. David. I want to dedicate an entire episode for that. So look for that in the next couple of weeks. Greg and I will be launching. Yeah, the... we're just going to talk about the movies and things and television that we have been watching. Yeah, we have a really varied viewing habits, I would say. Yes. Oh, delicious. Ooh, I haven't done that in a while. Mm. Um. Next reason was is that I didn't really feel like it was fair to the listeners to put out a garbage product, despite the fact that you and I constantly shit on our podcast for being so low rent. <laughs> I think we do. I mean, we do trash our podcast a lot. Well, the reason why we do is because those of you who have been following along probably have noticed the track record of Dave and I commenting, oh, great, we'll put this on the website. Oh, we'll post this question on, on Facebook. Oh, we'll or, fix our rating system. It'll be fine. Right, or we'll come back and, and answer these questions next week. Yes. 100% of the time, we fail to do all of the above. Do you remember when we used to do Who's More Likely? <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Like, what the shit happened to that? It just stopped, and I completely forgot about it. So we have a history of just like completely like making these like grand promises and then we completely fizzle them out after three or four episodes Mm. this just didn't feel like the same type of greg and i shitting on our product the same level of crap no 
there's a, there's a, there are layers of crap. Uh-huh. There's like I would say that the layer of crap that you and I produce is like equivalent to the upper decker. <laughs> where you, you shit in the tank behind the toilet and every time you flush, you still get like little bits every once in a while. Like you just get those little bits weeks and weeks after. Sure. Yep. You know? Yep. So that so that's where we are. Like then there's the tier of like I had to go so bad that I missed the toilet and I hit the floor. <laughs> you just every time you try to wipe it up, it just streaks. Like that photo you <laughs> sent me? I said that's right. <laughs> 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 I forgot I sent you that. I'm, this is. I wish I could share this with our listeners, but I can't. And no. it's not like from personal experience. It's not a oh, photo of you personally missing the toilet. It's an image. I just. I literally googled shit-filled toilet <laughs> and sent you the picture. I hope you did that from your work computer. Oh man, I feel a lot better tonight. By the way, you you sound and you look a lot better. I feel great. You look great. I am fully healed. My neck wound is closed. Oh yeah, that's I right. actually straight edge razored over the neck wound the other day without uh-huh. an issue. Nice. Um, um, so anyway, that's How's your singing voice. hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. Dude, that's boss. Why are you screaming? Yes. <laughs> are you just testing the levels of the microphone. I don't know. I just, I'm, I'm in a really, I'm in a weird place, David. That's okay. I appreciate that. Um, two more. The la- the other one is, is that you and I are still ahead of the release game and this won't affect our schedule. While we uh, initially thought that after recording two episodes two weeks ago, we'd be ahead, we're now back on a regular schedule, mm. even though we're off on our recording days. I don't know what you're, you're now, talking you're about. You're now coming in on Wednesdays in the off weeks. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, anyway. And what? Then, what? And then the last piece is another piece about how I feel about our listeners, is that I do really want to, even though we didn't like it, I want to revisit the episode because I feel like we're better than what we offered in in our second recording two weeks ago, that people will have to take our word for it. I feel like going, th- even though even though it's going to be a truncated point by point, I do feel like we owe it to everyone in our listenership to actually talk about the episode, <laughs> even though we hated it. I think we owe it to everybody to talk about it. I'm in, I am in, willing in the, to give more. it all that I can because I think you're right. We owe it to the show and we owe it to ourselves and our and our loyal. Loyal, really loyal. Let me ask you a question. Uh, Do you remember anything about the episode two weeks ago? I just remember that we hated it so much, yeah, and that ninety percent of it could have been cut, and we wouldn't have missed anything. That's correct. That's correct. Do, Do you have anything else before before we actually jump into the episode? Do you have anything else that you want to talk about? Or bring up before we? uh... I I don't know. You're putting me on the spot. I feel weird. I'm sorry. I know you're in a weird place today. Oh, we're going to go there. We're just, I am in a weird place. Do we want to cut those burps, or are we just going to let them run? I'm all about the truth, and sometimes the truth is messy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are you ready to talk about, for real this time, are you ready to talk about this week's episode? Yeah! Wow, it's just a lot of yelling, Greg. <laughs> I just I just got done driving a tour that was uh, part bachelor party, so there was a lot of yell talking. We know that Greg doesn't like bachelor party driving. No, um, I don't. I don't like bachelor parties. That's true. Hey, speaking of bachelor parties, uh, happy anniversary! Oh, thank you. You and your you and your lovely wife celebrated your fourth fourth our fourth, fourth wedding anniversary it was, yesterday. O- yes, it was October fifteenth. And we went out for dinner. What'd you guys eat? We went to a, a place, a little place in Portland called Sir Lee. Ooh, I've always wanted to they try go that. Tapas. We we just we just went for it, and we had the the chef's choice for two. What was the chef's choice? It was five courses of whatever they brought out. Was it amazing? Yes. Well, happy anniversary! Thank you so I'm much. I'm so glad you guys had such a good day. It was great, David. Gre- okay, Greg, do you want to talk about David? The- yeah, I want to talk about the episode. Right now. All right. Here we go, guys. I'm ready to talk about... David, do you remember that episode the other day when we talked about that episode? Yes. We're going to talk about it again. You ready? I'm ready. All right. Here we go, guys. It's Knight Rider Season 2, Episodes 21 and 22, Mouth of the Snake. Oh, right. Mouth of the Snake. Yeah. Do Do you remember what it was in Spanish? Do you remember what they called the mouth of the snake? Yes, it was mouth of the snake, only it was in Spanish. It was boca culebra. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's right. All right, so 
I wanna I wanna say first before we start talking about it a little bit. This episode was apparently part of uh it was apparently um a ba- they call it a back it was a backdoor pilot. I I don't understand it. It was a pilot. It's it was a pilot for a show that they were trying to spin off in the following season. Oh, it's all coming back to me now. Yes. Okay. I got it all. All right. I because that movie backdoor backdoor pilot yes. was not what I thought it was. No. No. Backdoor. Nope. Sure wasn't. Backdoor pilot. So this was a backdoor pilot for a show called Code of Vengeance that debuted in the following season. Didn't last very long. It was like six very strange episodes. Code of Vengeance. Kind of a cross between like Manimal and the uh, Six Million Dollar Man. Well, I want to talk about the main character in Code of Vengeance who turns out to be the main character in this episode. This was also, they refer to it as, it's kind of like how we did um, in MacGyver when they did the MacGyver Light episodes to kind of give Richard Dean Anderson a bit of a break. Okay, MacGyver um, Light. This was a supposed to be a Michael and Kit Light episode. However... Michael and Kit were in most of part one, and they were in about 20 minutes of part two. So I don't know how you could call 48, 60, almost 70 minutes of a 96-minute episode Michael and Kit Light. I don't know what that means. Michael, Meaning, Michael and Kit Light? Michael and Kit Light. Means they were not in the episode for the majority of the 95 minutes. Of the 95 minutes. Got it. So they're only in there for a short amount of time, which they were. Sort of. Sort of. I mean... Part two more so because they were chasing missiles across the country. Missiles are fun. <laughs> um, so the general gist is that Michael is going to Calexico, California. Calexico, California! Those of you who are wondering, Calexico is two hours east of San Diego. I was not. You weren't wondering, and that's okay. Um, they're going to investigate the murder of a, uh, a gentleman named Arthur Abrams, who was gunned down at the Mexican border. Damn is this it. coming back to you now? It is. It is coming back is to me a little bit. starting to come back Even to you? Even though that I, I'm having a hard time remembering all the details, I'm remembering how bad it was. Yes. Yes, exactly. And again, I'm going to gloss over a lot of the plot points here, so we'll kind of move... We're going to move quickly, but not too quickly through it. So Michael is hired by Joanna St. John, who's uh, Arthur's ex-wife, and... um Apparently, Abrams was investigating the smuggling of illegal aliens into the country. But apparently, apparently, this smuggling scheme was a front for gold smuggling. Because <laughs> do you remember the scene when they find the pottery yes. that's like loaded with yes. flecks oh of my gold God. in it? Yes, 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 I do. So it's all coming back to you. Yes, okay. it is. So Michael and Joanna are headed back to Joanna's motel. And when they get there... There's a guy. It's clear that Joanna's motel has been broken into. Okay. And they see the intruder across the street. So they, they start, Michael starts to chase after him. Uh huh. And this guy starts doing like these crazy acrobatics. What, what kind of, what kind of acrobatics is this guy talking about? I don't know because there was so much quick cutting to the close ups of this dude's face. It like, was like really close, like too close. <laughs> like, it's like, yeah, it was just like eyes. And then it was like, the, a, a far shot of where he was going to and then it was eyes and he was using things as trampolines and essentially he's like this amazing <laughs> acrobat uh-huh and he uses these acrobatic skills to do you think he's do you think he's into parkour parkour do you think he was the this was the inception of parkour i could have been i mean you see how much he actually utilized these acrobatics everywhere he was going when he was trying to run there was always something for him to springboard off of he did. He jumped off of like little trampolines and then like bouncy balls. It was like the uh, other what, cars. What was it like the weaved chairs with the with the wicker <laughs> with the <laughs> wicker chairs? No, 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 no. But there were other chairs. Remember the old school chairs? It was just like the, oh, oh my god, the chairs from the seventies. Yeah, that were like plas- plastic. I feel like there was I one. Hate those. At one point, he launched himself off of that to like a second story window. He did. So you see a lot of this guy just jumping from place to place. Yeah. Find out this guy's name is David Dalton. David Dalton. Who, strangely, wasn't the worst part of the episode. I actually, I liked him. I didn't mind his character at all. I liked all. David Dalton. Um, he's kind of like, I don't want to say he's the antithesis of Michael Knight, but he he kind of does the same type of thing. He's a federal investigator working for the Justice Department. Okay. Michael is basically a freelance investigator working for the foundation for law and government for law and government which isn't a sanctioned organization nor is the justice department it's kind of like when michael goes the justice for... department's a thing no it's not it's fake 
Okay. All right. <laughs> just we'll kidding. just talk about this later. <laughs> okay. We'll 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 come on we'll come on that one later. Uh, e. Um. So Dalton is is going after a guy named Eduardo O'Brien. Ah, uh, we love Eduardo. Remember this guy, the Irish Mexican crime lord. Right. <laughs> Do you remember the line he remember the line he has on the boat? What did he, later oh, in the episode where he's what? talking about his family? He says, "My parents had two things in common: Catholicism and sex. Neither was enough." I don't. What are you trying to say? I don't know what that means. I don't understand what that Enough is. to keep them together? Probably. I think that's what it was assumed. Or they were like, how, how do you get too much, too much of, I guess, I don't know. Can you put them together? Yeah, yes. I mean, what, I don't remember. It's been a long time since I've been Catholic, so I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't remember. I, keep going, cause this is, I'm already getting okay. bored with it. So David Dalton <laughs> has a hunch. That O'Brien or some faction of O'Brien's army is behind Abram's murder from the beginning of the episode. Dalton's smart. So Michael finds Dalton and convinces him, like, oh, hey, we're on the same side. Why are we fighting against each other? Why are we doing? Like, they have that kind of like that bro moment. <laughs> is, that, is that how Michael Knight talks? Michael's got laryngitis. Hey, dude, hey, why dude. are we doing this? We should be working together. Hey, <laughs> Dalton, let me just tell you something. Uh, we should work together. You know, it's be, be friends. <laughs> So I'm realizing that that was the re- that was how they were able to quote unquote write out Michael and Kit because by working together uh, it was basically let's send Michael and Kit off. To- that's right. I'm remembering now because I had some comment of the scenes that we saw Michael and Kit in are probably what Michael and Kit actually yes. do yes. when they're not on screen. It's like they're just driving around, like going through junkyards, talking to people. That's probably it. Because we get a lot of scenes of Michael and Kit driving, and we get a lot of Michael in the dark, like hiding behind trucks and like scoping out and spying on like all of these guys uh, out, out in the you middle think, of uh, nowhere. Think Michael's a bit of a lot lizard? Yes, I really do. Do you think Michael has a lizard? I'm 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 sure he is. Do you he, think he drains a lizard? He he might. I'm just asking. I mean, maybe. Do you want Do you want to Do you want to verify that that Michael drains lizards? <laughs> yeah, not like peeing. Like he actually like like he rings out lizards because they're moist. They are they're animals and they're juicy. So I I imagine he could ring them out, David. Okay. I just, I mean, if that's okay, no, I feel, I feel confident about your response. Uh huh. Thank you for that. So Michael and Kit do most of the investigating, while uh, Dalton essentially just kind of like hangs with Joanna. For like most literally, of the episode. He, literally, he hangs because. Oh, that's right. Yes, he has no that intended because he has he that legit- thing that you put your feet in plastic boots and you can flip yourself up upside right. down to stretch out your he spine. Ends up- he ends up moving into the motel with Joanna because okay because yeah her her husband's dead of like less than a week and all of a sudden she she basically gets uh, him into a party um, because she knows the right circles of people and people start thinking that she's already dating again. It's been because okay no you're right because at the end of the episode. Michael, uh, Joanna says to Michael, oh, I can't believe it. It feels like it's been five or six days. And Michael's like, actually, it's been four. <laughs> yeah. So right. this whole thing transpires over four days. From the murder of, of the ex-husband to the end of the episode is four days. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... she's been romantically linked to two guys. <laughs> I know. Well, d- uh, uh. Anywho, yes. So Dalton had to move into her apartment to keep up appearances. Exactly. Um, so a little bit later, O'Brien is having a birthday party at his beach, at a beach house, owned by a gentleman named Elton Matthews. Oh, Elton. Now, Elton comes into play here because he has been supplying vehicles and equipment for a digging operation known as Boca Culebra, ah. or Mouth of the Snake. Damn straight it is, the Mouth of the Snake. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the mouth of a snake? It's a mouth. Yep. Um, so they want to find out a little bit more about what the mouth of the snake actually is. So Michael, in all of his Michaelness, uh, hitchhikes on the back of a truck. Of course. As, as he does. And um, inside this truck, he finds more gold statues. Or I'm sorry, he finds more statues with gold in them. Right. So they're, they're basically gold cores with uh, ceramic on the outside. Exactly. To look, to look like something else. I don't know how he learns it, because I wasn't paying attention, but at some point, Dalton uh, learns that O'Brien is going to use this gold to purchase 
a cargo plane. Oh boy, to purchase a cargo plane. Um, yep, don't remember why or how he finds that out, but he certainly does. Because his connections with the feds. It's one of those like, you know, just plot devices. It just happens. Yeah, just going to move move the plot ahead here. Weren't we weren't we com- comparing our our Irish Mexican friend to Jackie Treehorn? No, but we should have if we didn't. Who was I doing? I don't remember. But he's it's yes, I would yeah, he's a bit of a Jackie Treehorn type. I don't Jackie know. Treehorn treats women like uh, objects. The other way around. Treats objects like women, man. <laughs> um, I fucking hate the Eagles. Well, don't you get your fucking cab? Get the fuck out of my cab. Uh, so Michael and Dalton. Every time I think of Dalton, I can't help but think about our old buddy Jack. Oh, Jack Daltonson. I miss him so much. I wonder if I would love to see Bruce McGill show up in the show. I think I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say that since the 1980s all took place in the same universe and it was like parallel to other shows. Yeah, that Jack Dalton is related to this Dalton. I would agree with that. Speaking of 80s television, I don't mean to go on a tangent, but Greg and I started watching a show upstairs before we recorded from the 80s. Oh boy. It was a real train wreck. Uh, Highway to Heaven. Oh, my God. <laughs> Michael Landon is an angel or something? Yes. So, yeah, Michael Landon is an angel, et cetera, et cetera. We're going on a total tangent here, but we watched most of the first uh, episode, and I think it's pretty awesome, and we're going to have to watch some more. We may have to do more of that. I don't know. We'll see. So, eventually, when Michael is, uh, after he's hitchhiked and they've gotten to their location... He discovers that um, not only is there some real shady business going on, but in this warehouse, this is a warehouse that is filled with rockets. Oh, dear rockets. And he learns that these rockets will be placed inside an 18-wheeler with a mobile rocket launcher hidden in the trailer. <sighs> I'm hating this. I'm hating this. It just looks like a giant Gatling gun. Yeah, it looked like a big Nerf gun. Yeah, it's got like, what, how many, like, how many uh, chambers does Eight it have? Ten, Eight or maybe. ten chambers. Yeah. So they barely escape an attack because they obviously they're found out. Shocking. Mm-hmm. And they start driving away. This guy's just launching rockets. And at one point, Kit doesn't Kit say, Michael, I don't think I can withstand a direct hit. Yes, I know. Yeah, he said that Draw a couple the of plot holes. He always says that. I, I think Kit's just nervous because Michael uh, exploded dynamite under Kit's butt once. That's true. It was very early, but I think it still made him nervous. Yeah. Very early in the series. Very early in their relationship. Yeah. So that's where we end the first part of this episode. So we cut back into part two almost immediately, and Michael and Kit are... I mean, Kit's fine, I would, from what I remember. Kit's always fine. I know he is. Um... Joanna's getting a little better acquainted with Mr. O'Brien, which oh. is this is where he pulls out the line about his parents being into Catholicism and sex. Yeah. When they're on the boat. Yeah, a lot of a lot of both. Lot, how do you yeah. how do you have a lot of Catholicism? I don't, what is that? They go to church every day. That's I, probably I what guess. you would that's how I would equate a lot of Catholicism. Every day. You go to church every day. Every day. Sometimes twice. Uh, okay. so they're on his yacht and using her makeup mirror. She sees him in the mirror going into a safe in one of his chambers. And so she somehow writes, she's able to write down in one of his chambers, in one of his boat chambers. Somehow, somehow she's able to write down the combination from this tiny little mirror that does not, it does not magnify. It just reflects. Maybe it does. Maybe it does magnify. Do you have a pocket mirror, Dave? I do. Do you, do you fix your facial blush? I do. Hair, hair parts? Much? No, maybe you don't. You don't know. That's for me to find out. Okay, yeah, for you to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Man, I'm just. <sighs> so Dalton sneaks onto the boat a little bit later that night. Breaks into the safe using the combination that Joanna had given him. So he's actually not breaking into the safe though. He's opening it. That's true. He's just opening the safe, Dave. He opened the safe. He broke into the safe. He broke into it because he wasn't supposed to be in there. Fucking. So is it considered breaking in if you have the key to someone's house? Because it's not yours. Yes. If you stole a key and made a copy of it, she stole the combination. Mm. Mm. Wow, we're really digging too hard into this episode. Okay. Mm. <laughs> Do you know what he finds in there? Um, horse meat. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was and it was it been in there for months. Thunder feather. <laughs> oh. He finds plans for advanced weapons systems. Of course he does. Real generic. <laughs> All right. Um, eventually, O'Brien realizes that 
He's been swindled because he finds the combination in a wastebasket in Joanna's handwriting with the combination on it. How lazy is that, buddy? <laughs> I know. You, you have the combination written down on a piece of paper and you throw it out? moron like come on man that's a rookie mistake you've been working for the justice department which is not a real thing for however long <laughs> okay we'll, we'll again talk about that later so michael follows the trucks to the dig site are they tonka trucks they yeah. are <laughs> it's just well michael, they're all models michael, so we're clearly using tonka trucks we just find michael playing in a sandbox by himself <laughs> My God, what if it was like the end of the show and it just zooms out and it's just a little kid playing with cars and a... <laughs> that would be amazing. It's oh my all God, this, like kids figment of this kid's imagination. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's like five years old. Yes. Oh my God, that would have been amazing. That, that explains a lot about Michael. <sighs> That's true. How he's at this point? How many years old is he? We th- three, three, four years old. There was a there was a timeline that we skipped a couple episodes ago where they talk about it being more than a year. I think we're at uh, the, I think we're at show's timeline like almost 3 years. That's now. right. That's right because with remember the episode with Booger Mustache for <laughs> Mustache Boogers. Mustache Boogers, he mentions in an episode how it had been a year. So that was from season 1, so it was a, a year from that point and then like an episode recently mentioned that another two years had gone by. Yes, right. So I, that's right. So it had been like, th- so it's been three years. So yeah, Michael's a three-year-old. He's still a toddler. <laughs> so Michael discovers that the cave, or the mouth, leads to a secret tunnel, the snake, which leads to a military-grade weapons depot. Oh, perfect. What? Because, because? Are those ro- are there rockets in there? Of course. Probably, because O'Brien's going to steal them, put them on his 18-wheeler, and attack the base while his men raid the vaults and steal the experimental weapons! Like, uh, can't, uh, I, just want, I just want a simple plot. Why? Because. this, You know, okay, so that's funny that you say that, because a lot of these episodes, sometimes as I'm listening to them and I'm working through and I'm like writing my notes, I'm like, God, these are really convoluted. Right, they're like all the MacGyver over the place. plot lines. Some of those they were so easy to follow. <laughs> yeah. These ones are just like, yeah, like he discovers a cave with a tunnel which goes to the military weapons depot. I'm going to steal the rockets and put them on the 18 wheeler to attack the base. Well, these guys steal this so I can buy the experimental weapons. And then what I'm going to do is once I buy this cargo plane, that's going to arrive. It's going to land. I'm going to put the weapons on it. I'm going to transport the weapons out of the country, and I'm going to get off scot free. You know, you know who's flying that cargo plane, right? Jack Dalton. That's right. It's Dalton Air. Well, they, he doesn't know. He just got hired. Oh, it's totally Dalton Air. Yes, totally Dalton Air. Totally David Dalton Air. <sighs> totally Dalton Air, David. So, um, in news that will shock no one who's been listening to our show for uh, longer than two episodes, uh, Michael and Dalton stop O'Brien mm-hmm. from getting those weapons out of the country, oh. uh, and. That's where that final act ends. <laughs> Basically, they they stop him, and we kind of have that one little freeze frame moment where Dalton, like, or I think it's Michael. Michael gives like a thumbs up and waves goodbye. Right. As Dalton and Joanna are like embracing together. Uh huh. And then we cut back into the end of the episode, and Dalton asks Michael, like, "Hey, why don't you you should hang around for a couple extra days?" And Michael's like, "Nah, I really can't do that. I'm, I I got to get back to work." Dalton makes this comment about how, oh, his, my boss never leaves the office, da 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 As the door is knocking, and it's David Dalton's boss, Archibald. This weird scene with this just like little little. Hi, old... guys, I'm here. I'm the, I'm be, I've been behind the scenes the whole time. Yeah, I'm like, the guy you've been talking about. I'm Archibald. This little old man with his old man hat and his sweater just like walks in. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey. He has nothing to do other than be in awe of the fact that he's standing in front of Joanna. Right. That's all. That's really all he does. Yeah, he like falls in love with Joanna. Not maybe not falls in love with, but (laughs) so as we cut out from the episode, Archibald asks Joanna or says to Joanna, "I've got a proposition for you." And we cut back to the outside of the building when Michael and David Dalton are leaving. Yes. David like looks at Michael and is like, "Hey, if I ever need a partner, I knew who to call. I know. I I, I'm going to come find you. This is great." Michael and and Kit drive away. Archibald has inducted Joanna to be part of their team. And then, Dave, you know, as we end the episode, David's like, hey, I told you I work alone. I don't want to work. Rah, rah, rah. Hence, we set off, we set up like the spinoff. But like we've got this team that's put together. I love how Diana has like four days of crime fighting in, under her belt. Yeah. 
and uh, he invites her to be part of the your your presumed uh, fictitious justice department. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You said Diana. Her name is Joanna, but that's okay. It doesn't matter, Dave. No, it doesn't. And that's kind of where we end the episode. And man, oh man, do I feel better about this already. I'm glad you do. <laughs> I'm so happy that this worked out the way it was supposed to. Uh, other, I kind, I kind of feel the other direction because I don't remember it as well. I think we did really well because it's been two weeks since we've watched it. It has. Been. We were sick and tired and exhausted. It was after ten o'clock. I feel really good about this. That's not to say it was a good episode. I'm still gonna give it a one. Wow, okay. Because One. only because I actually kinda liked Dalton as a character. I like Dalton as a character. I too. wish they had given him more to do. That's what they did in his television show that failed. That failed fing miserably. Um I'm only gonna I'm giving it a one. Only because I, I thought David was a good character and I so wish that So you're giving it a tur- uh uh um, um a turkey neck? Alpha circuit, no, it's a demerit. What the hell is no, number one? What is the number one? A leather belt? Leather, leather belt, belt, belt buckle, buckle? Belt buckle, leather, leather pants, turtleneck. No, it's a belt buckle, it's a belt isn't bu- it? It's too close to Hoff's nuts. Yeah, I think that's what it is. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember our own rating system nope. because it got so convoluted. All right, where do you land for your episode? Uh, uh, I like Dalton too, and I really hope that he's like a nephew or a distant, like distant nephew or not distant nephew. How does that work? Estranged relative of Jack Dalton. That there's some connection there. Okay. Um, the episode was just stupid. Yeah. Stupid, stupid. Too long and not well done. Again, nope. ninety minutes wasted. What are you gonna give it for a rating? I don't want to give it a rating. I hated it. You I gonna... loved it. I loved it though. I hate. Oh, Dave. I uh, I loved. I mm, point seven five one. And three tenths. One, one, one and three tenths? Yes. Done. Okay. 1.3. <laughs> Love it. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So that's where we landed with that. Greg, did you have a, uh, did you have a schmankman of the week? Yeah, it's you. <laughs> Why? Because, Why? Why am I the schmankman of the week? Because, okay, because we recorded an episode that it was, you know, you know, perfectly fine. Was it? And you wanted to do it over again. I did. And that's that's okay. Should we explain to everyone what a Schmankman of the Week is, since they only heard it two weeks ago? Sure. Okay. Uh, Schmankman of the Week is given to a character or entity who is uh, a complete buffoon, uh, easily swayed or taken advantage of by Kit, um, or somebody who adds absolutely nothing to the episode but is there anyway. So I guess last week was the car salesman? Last week would have been Mighty Mouth. Mighty so Mouth. who okay. who was that one? I can't remember. I don't remember either. I don't remember who that one was. Um, <laughs> this week my Schmankman yeah. is Archibald. <laughs> okay, yeah, Archibald was a Schmankman. Archibald, one hundred percent, had no reason to be in that episode because they they could have easily written that part and had David been like, you know, you're really good. What do you think about being part of this team? Since he legitimately just said to Michael, if you ever need a partner or I ever need a partner, I'll know who to call. Yes, right. Would have made way more sense than have uh, this. I don't know. I'm going to have to agree with that, but I don't remember enough about that episode to give a proper answer, so I'm still going to stick with you. You're going to stick with uh, Archibald as our Schmankman? Dave Champa. Oh, okay. So you say I'm the Schmankman of the week? You're a Schmankman. Because I made you record this again? (laughs) 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 You're so mad at me. Oh, I love it. (sighs) (laughs) Hey, Greg. David, what's up? You want to play an episode of... uh, You want to play an episode... Do you <clears throat> want to play a little round of who's more likely? I, I, oh my God, I've been waiting for you to say that. It's been <laughs> since the day I was born. I, for the life of me, cannot remember when the last time we did a who's more likely, or even if we've left people hanging on a who's more likely. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm well, pretty sure we may have. Kind of in line with what we were talking about earlier is that we don't follow through on anything. So it's possible that I asked a who's more likely like six, eight, ten weeks ago. And just never answered it or put up a poll. Yep, that's right. It's pretty sure. So we're going to get back on track. Okay. We're going to give you two weeks to answer this one, Greg. Okay. I got two of them for you. You ready? Yeah. Who is more likely to fail a driver's test, Michael or Kit? Oh, wow. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. Uh, mm. I want to say Michael because he doesn't drive anymore, really. My next question, let's, let's, let's expand upon this for a second. Is Kit registered? No. Is Kit inspected? No. Well, yes, by by April and or Bonnie. That's true, I suppose. So do you think because of the fact that he was like crafted and created by like this like super genius, he 
bypasses the registration and the ins- the inspection I don't phase. Think, I don't. I think they faked it. Like he has a he has an inspection sticker and he's registered, but, but he's not really registered. Right. Exactly. So we've never seen Kit get pulled over because he always outruns the cops. Right. So I think he could cheat his way through a driver's test. I think I think Kit could ace the driver's test technically, but would fail it because he would think a lot of it was stupid. Yeah, I think because oh that's true. Yeah, because Kit hates everything. He's like left blinker. Yeah, what's a left blinker? I'm not going to do that. You see where I'm going? I'm going over there. Parallel park. What? What is it? What is this parallel parking? Right. No. Exactly. No, I'm not going to do. No, that's stupid. No, that's stupid. <laughs> that. Who is that? I don't know. I started like phasing and like fading into the voice that I'm using for my character in Annie. Yes. With it started off as like a weird William Daniels <laughs> hybrid character from Annie. Um, that's weird. So anyway, I, I don't believe that. I think Michael would take it too seriously, to a fault. You, oh really? I think Michael would go if he was like, oh, you know, or let's imagine that as Michael Knight. He has no identity. Yeah. He's going to have to retake his driver's exam. Yeah, okay. He's going to have <laughs> to retake his driver's test. I would think that he would try so hard to make sure that everything is going to go correctly. You think so? That he would end up just puking in the front seat and How does that, he's failing. so nervous. <laughs> I think he would just be so relaxed that the first thing that he would do is just shit. Is shit into the, yeah. Is shit into his own hands. No, Dave. <laughs> Go ahead. Is that is that <laughs> he would do the driver's test in Kit. Yeah. But Kit would put it on manual and would refuse to help Michael pass. Right. And Michael would fail because the first thing he would do is be back into something because it doesn't matter what he hits with Kit. He's just so used to driving like however. So Yeah. No, I, I, I like that. I like that a lot. I think I think they both would fail a driver's test. Because you know he'd be like with the driver uh the, the exam driver, yeah. like in the passenger seat, and Michael's like all right, buddy, you can uh, <clears throat> just go ahead and just, just back me up here. Just back it up. Back it up a little bit. Michael, I can't do that. This is your Or no, test. he wouldn't talk to him, though. Yeah, he wouldn't <laughs> he do wouldn't anything. Speak. Kit, uh, anytime you want to do this, you just go ahead and just... <clears throat> uh, uh, Mr. Knight, who who are you speaking to? <laughs> uh, but Kit just flashes the manual button. Bing, 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 bing. And it's like, oh, I guess I'm doing this on my own then. So Michael gets back at him after failing by just like ripping out his, all his internal circuitry. So I think, I think this is a <laughs> trick question. I don't think either of them would pass a driver's test. Okay. Oh, I like that. So you say that neither of them would pass. Okay. Michael wouldn't pass because he hasn't driven properly in such a long time. Yep. And Kit wouldn't pass because he wouldn't be patient enough to pass. Yeah. I like that. Think you can remember that for two weeks when we go to the next episode? 100%, Dave. Okay. You want to hear what the next who's more likely is? I've got two. Oh, please tell me the other one. Who is more likely to grossly exaggerate the truth? Michael or Devin? <laughs> well, we've heard Michael try to explain his way out of tough situations. True. But I think Devin would definitely exaggerate situations to save face. Yes. But in the wrong circles. Like, he wouldn't have to do it around Michael, but, like, other other like members of the foundation are on the board or at ritzy parties. Yeah. And Devin would come up with excuses of why he failed, why he didn't win that round of golf, or oh, absolutely, or why why he you know he didn't play well at cricket. <laughs> so they'd be dumb. He would he would exaggerate for dumb reasons. Yes, exactly. Yeah, okay, all right. But no one asks him about why he ex- escaped from two, two German POW camps. POW camps and how. Yeah, because he's got uh, again that big redacted resume. Uh, Mr. Miles, I see you. Uh... You hit that. Uh, you hit that score pretty high there in cricket. How'd you do that? Well, you know that. Well, you know this is my Devin Miles impression. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> well, as you see here, <laughs> Baron Greenback again. Um, Dial E Reichenbach. <laughs> that was from Road to Avonlea. Sorry. I. I'm I don't up know my what's podcast. I don't know what's happening right now, David, and I'm scared of where we're we're going. Do we want to let the listeners answer this one and see what they come back? Yeah. With? All right. Um. Do you would would Devin be a better a liar, not liar, or a uh, exaggerator, or Michael? I think Devin, honestly, because of Devin's past as a World War vet, I think Devin would be much better 
at getting what he needs by exaggerating. I think Michael would exaggerate to the, to a fault to again to a fault where he would yeah. just he would start stretching the truth so badly that mm. he could not dig himself out of That's it. That's the thing. I think Devin would fib in such a vague way that you couldn't disprove it. Yes. It, that yes, exactly. Michael would build this entire story <laughs> for no reason. It's like, well, I mean, well, I mean the reason I was late is because I was driving in my car. Yeah, Kit was drunk. And, and, and he he kept drinking all of this all, all this alcohol, and then he, he hit a hobo on the side of the road. If you, I could take you back to see it. He's still on the side of the road. I'm pretty sure he's bleeding out on the side of the road. If you want to see that, that's why I'm late. Okay, there was not only that, but I had eaten too much cheese prior to getting in the car, and my stomach was gurgling, so I had to have Kit pull over, which is why he hit the hobo. He pulled over, and I ended up shitting on the dead hobo. So if you go, if we go, I'll take you back to the hobo. I swear to God, I'll take you back to that hobo. He is covered in feces and blood. I will take you back to that hobo right now. If, is that what you want? That's why I'm late. Or you need, you need to, you need more reason why I'm late. Cause I can, I can give you more reasons. Okay. So listen, I was watching Star Wars with April. Okay. And Bonnie came into the room, which, which Bonnie and I, or April and I were eating cheesy popcorn. Okay. Bonnie came in and she got really jealous and she started to hit me. So I had to leave. And because of that, I had too much cheese, which I was driving really fast because I knew I was running late to pick you up, mom. And I'm sorry that I came to pick you up so late, but I hit the hobo. Then I had diarrhea on him. (laughs) I couldn't have said I'm sorry, Michael, but I don't believe you. Do you want to tell you what I did the hobo again? <laughs> Michael, I don't believe you shat on that hobo. <laughs> I'll take you back there, Devin. I can show you. By the way, I'm Garth. <laughs> That's I, why I'm late, because I killed Michael. Um, I was late because my Jack Dalton statue was being stuffed, and I wanted to make sure it was done correctly. Oh, well, I, under- I certainly understand that. I, uh, do you need to go back and fix that, or are you going to be no. okay? You all right? Yes. Okay. All right. Perfect. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What? Wow. I still don't think we answered the question, so we're going to put it to the listeners for the next two weeks. <laughs> Give us all your responses. All of them. All of them. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. Call our hotline. What's the number, Greg? 1-207-865. Wait. (laughs) 1-8-6-207-835-1954. I knew the 1954. 1954. Say it again so I don't F it up. 207-835-1954. Country code 1. Yes, country code 1. We would love to hear from you guys. Really would love to hear from you it's guys. A, it's a it's a Google voice number, so it probably should work everywhere. We won't pick up, I promise. Greg, I have to tell you, I feel like we're back. Oh, we're, we're back, we're baby. Back. We're back, baby. Oh, I'm feeling we're so good. <laughs> I <laughs> I just put the microphone in my mouth, and uh, <laughs> we need to get out of here before we do something terrible. Do you want to hear what's coming up in two weeks? Yes, please. All right. Next episode is season two, episode 23. Let it be me. Let it be. Michael is called to investigate the murder of a popular musician and is unexpectedly reunited with his former love, Stevie. White bird <laughs> in the golden cage. Love it. Going undercover as the new lead singer of the class action group, tensions run high because Stevie was romantically linked with the victim. I'm in for Stevie. I I can't wait. She for this. was one of my favorite, still one of my favorites, female counterparts in the show. I I really liked her in that band, Class Action. Steve Stevie. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, Greg, do you have any final thoughts before we say goodnight? Dave, this has been fun. I can't wait till next week. I can't wait for it. All right, guys. So for the Night Rider years, I am Michael's cheesy belly. I am cheesy, crappy '70s chairs used as trampolines. <laughs> Have a fantastic week, guys. There you have it, loyal listener. A fine example of what can truly be done with podcasting. Hard work, consistent output, and just the right amount of guidance from an enigmatic network overlord. 
Tune in again next week to see what timeless gem I dust off for your listening pleasure. Seriously. I need to get someone into this archive room and do some cleaning. It's filthy. listening to a podcast of the podfix network discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com make sure to catch up to the minute network shenanigans by following at podfix on twitter official underscore podfix on instagram at podfix network on facebook and make sure to subscribe to podfix presents wherever you choose to find podcasts the podfix network artist owned and loved